match. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Sportsman. This is episode number two, count them, two. Uh, Joey D, Mikey V, I'm the big ticket, and a um, lot to get into here, guys. But what you should get into first is do us a favor, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube and the Instagram, send your questions in, and then Mr. A will send them back to us. We'll get the, to them at the end of each episode. We got two episodes now, double the viewer questions. Um, all right, guys, let's jump right into the NFL playoff slate. Okay, let's get right into it. And Saturday, coming up soon, actually, <laughs> might drop today. Uh, we've got the Browns taking on the Texans. Uh, Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite. Uh, Mikey V, who do you like in that game? Yeah, Cleveland should be a favorite, even though they are on the road. Um, I think they sh should still be the favorite out of respect uh, to where they've, where they've been and where they are now. Texans, a darling story of the year, obviously. Uh, what's the over under in this game ticket? 44 and a half. Yeah. My play in this game would, my recommendation would be playing the under in this game. I, I happen to like the under in this game. I think you got two good defenses. I think um, the scoring is kind of, I think they're going to feel each other out. I think there's going to be a, 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 a heavy run game uh attempt from both teams i i just i don't think you're going to see like a light up game where the scoreboard just goes crazy but we pick against the spread here and that's what we do um give me the texans getting two and a half points at home against the browns a home dog in the playoffs i understand it's a rookie quarterback and that's an absurd pick it really is an absurd pick um i just feel like the joe flacco carriage will eventually turn into a pumpkin this season <laughs> you just got to pick the right game where it's going to happen uh and i think it's going to happen quickly i think it's going to happen quickly so i'm going to take the texans at home getting points as a dog joey d um i have no problems with mikey's pick but i'm going to go against it just simply because of the experience um Flacco, say what you will i'm not saying he's uh, joe montana by any means but the guy has what a super bowl He's won multiple playoff games. Ticket said in the last uh, episode, which I didn't know, he's never had a one and done. Um, so I think he's going to be, I don't think the moment will be too big for him. Um, and also I think that the Browns defense is significantly better than the Texans defense. Um, just in the sense that I could see them causing some turnovers or some disruptions um, that would lead them enough to win this game. I don't think it's a huge spread. Two and a half, um, I think is enough that they could win by a field goal this game. I think it'll be a good game. It just all comes down to how CJ Stroud is able to handle himself and how he's able to play early on. I think if he's able to, you know, establish himself in the pocket, I think this game could easily go the Texans way. Um, but I, I don't know how that's going to play out and picking early on in the week. I'm going to go ahead and take the team that I think has more experience, a better defense and coming in with a little bit of the chip on the shoulder. And listen, Joe Flacco is not just like skating by right now. He, he's actually, yeah. establishing some real, real relationships and, and some real good chemistry with David and Joku and Amari Cooper. And like, you know, I, it's sad to think that if they would have Nick Chubb and, you know, right now yeah. this team would be really something to, 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 to just to, to fear. defend. Yeah, it, it really would. And, and not to say Joe Flacco is the best guy, but he's come in when needed and he's done what he had to do. So I'll take the Browns this week. Um, I think it'll be a fun game to kick off the, 
the NFL playoff wildcard uh, weekend and, and um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I've been championing, you know, the D'Amico Ryans from the beginning here. I, I wasn't on the CJ Stroud boat from the beginning, but you know, I certainly got on pretty, pretty early on. And um, I love this team. I really love them, but I think this is where I, where I bet again, this is where I diverge from them. I, I really like the Browns in this spot. I like, Listen, Joe Flacco for a long time was a mercenary for hire, and it didn't look like it was working out. He was with the Eagles for a minute. He was with the Jets. That didn't work out. And now he's with the Browns. And I'm going to say that even when he was with the Ravens, this might be the best offense he's ever worked with as far as the offensive line. He doesn't have his running back. But these weapons, the wide receivers that he has, the tight end and Joku, I mean, I don't think even with the Ravens he had. I mean, they were Stefanski's more of a defensive a great, team. Stefanski's a good coach, too. And man. Stefanski's he's a great very coach. Good coach. I think, what's funny is I think – these two coaches are the two guys who should win coach of the year. D'Amico yeah. Ryans and Stefanski. I think this I is a matchup of the coach of the year guys. So I that's agree. another interesting uh, dynamic. So I, I agree with Mikey that he will turn into a pumpkin at some point. I'm just going to bet that it's not this game. I'm going to bet that it's probably going to be the next one. I, I think they're going to take care game. of business uh, with the Texans. So give me, give me Cleveland and a minus two and a half. Uh, moving on to potentially the the best game of the playoffs that we have depending on which Dolphins team we get, which Tua we get, but we're getting the Dolphins heading to Kansas City. Kansas City is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Joe, who do you like in that game? I like the Chiefs, and um, there hasn't been much to like about the Chiefs this year. Um, that being said, this Dolphins team is very decimated. They just lost an opportunity to have their own playoff game at home to win the division. They relinquished that to the Bills. Now they go on the road. They're playing Kansas City. The weather conditions in this game are supposed to be rigid. Um, Tika, what is the over-under in this game? It's got to be low because I think it's supposed to be like... It's supposed really... to be the coldest game ever. Yeah, I don't know it's... if it's supposed to be a blizzard, but I was reading... It's 43 the, and a half. Weather... Whoa. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, maybe the I... snow isn't an element. I, I would still bet under just because these are two big-time offenses, but... The Chiefs offense has really not been good lately. And the Dolphins, if, if Waddle and Mostert <laughs> don't play, they're very one-dimensional. It's going to be um, two, de two degrees. Two it's going to be cold as ice. Yeah. I think two is going to turn the ball over a couple times. And uh, listen, the Chiefs are not a team that I would say I, I would go out and take to win the Super Bowl tomorrow. But they have enough experience playing in front of their home fans. It's hard to win in that environment. And this is, quite frankly, a Dolphins team that just doesn't have the experience. So... I actually think a lot of people will be on the Dolphins with the spread at four and a half. I'll go ahead and take the Chiefs and I'll go against the grain. Mikey. You know, um the Chiefs are just not the Chiefs that they used to be. Uh, but Miami is just so inconsistent and they're just not they just haven't proven that they are a good team. And as much as I wanna, you know, say that that's maybe a few many two points and that Maybe it's a field goal game. Um, man, I just feel like everyone's going to take Kansas City. I, I really you think, think so. Yeah, I do. I think everyone's going to take Kansas City at home. Mahomes in the playoffs. I think the public will be all over Kansas City. But, you know, Mostert's still not 100%. He was limited at practice the other day. But, man, if, the, if Miami could get a run game going against Kansas City, this could be an interesting game. Could be. Could be. Um, but for the purposes of the show, I guess I, I have to take Kansas City. As of today, I'll take Kansas City uh, minus the four and a half. But it, it, this could be interesting. Could be interesting. 
I would so wait to see where the line goes. Yeah. yeah. So it is going to be blisteringly cold, two degrees, but I believe the blizzard game that we're referencing, I think that's going to be uh, in Buffalo when they play the Steelers. It's it's going to be 22 degrees, and I think that's where we're going to find some snow. Um, but the Chiefs, I just don't like this team at all this year. I don't I don't like them. I don't like the Dolphins. I don't like the Dolphins either, but and I'm not sure they're going to win the game, but I think they might cover four and a half. I think this might be a field goal game. Yeah. Uh, so give me the Dolphins on uh, wow. Saturday yeah. night. It's a good. I think that's a good pick. I do. Um, moving on Sunday, we got uh, the Rams playing the Lions in Detroit at Ford Field, right where the Lions like to play. Uh, Detroit is favored by three points. Mikey, who do you like there? I like the Rams. I like the Rams. Uh, I like the Rams getting three. I think the Sam Laporta injury is a bigger injury than anybody's going to get to understand. I think that if the Rams stop the run, they'll win the game. If they don't, Detroit will win the game. But the Rams on the flip side have one of the best running backs in the league. This kid, Kieran Williams, has been unbelievable. Not only that, I think Stafford could pick apart this this lion secondary. I mm-hmm. think he's going to pick them yeah. apart. He's got two of the best route runners in the entire league to throw the ball to and Puka Nakua and, and uh, Cooper cup Stafford revenge game. Stafford's going to be up for this. Stafford's got the experience. Goff does as well. Goff has, has plenty playoff experience out to a super bowl. Um, but something about this Rams team, they rested everybody last week. Aaron Donald's going to be fresh as a daisy. Um, and the lions did not rest anybody. Now it was so dumb. I man. don't, it was, and I don't know if, I get why he was did it, it and I, I agree with think it. it was. Ticket, they needed Sanford. Or they well, needed, the Sam Laporte industry is is devastating, bro. They yeah, needed yeah, Who could have foreseen that happening? Them no, you playing can't. all you their can't. guys. No, I I'm think. not questioning. I'm not even going to question. Um, they uh, needed two, two, two defeats by two teams that were playing massive, massive underdogs. It was just, it was not worth, it was yeah. not worth the risk. I, I'm not going to blame Dan Campbell. Um but I'm going to say that I, I just think that the Rams are going to, I just think the Rams come into this game fresher and, and people will say, well, they don't have the momentum. They, they're going to be out of sorts a little bit. No, they're, they're, they're an experienced playoff team. Cooper cup, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, these guys have, have, have gone to super bowls. They've won super bowls. They've lost super bowls. Um, th- th- this is a team that I think is, this is a, it's indoors. It's not like you're, you're putting them in the cold weather as a warm weather team. It's, it's their wheelhouse. And again, I don't think it could be understated Stafford coming back to Detroit. You know, he's going to want to do something. Give me the Rams plus three. That is the right pick. Um, you, by the way, you hear they have a Stafford Jersey band. You can't wear a Stafford. Jersey. Yeah, I heard. Talk about a team that hasn't had much experience in the playoffs. They're doing a Stafford jersey ban. Um, I love the Lions. I love everything about them. I think they're a feel-good story. I was happy for them to win the division. Um, but that's where it ends. And by the way, it's not – the right pick isn't just the Rams plus three. It's the Rams money line. If you're going to go with the Rams, I, I would go as far as to say that they win this game outright. Stafford is going to be ready for this game. The Lions have really – kind of shot themselves in the foot with their last week playing their players. Amon Ross St. Brown got hurt. They had a guy on defense who got hurt. Laporta hurt. Um, the week before, they had a devastating loss to Detroit. I mean, it's just been not a great ending to the, you know, to the to to the season for the Detroit Lions. Sorry, the 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 loss 
to, to, to Dallas was, I think, two weeks prior. But my, my bottom line is that I think that you have the Rams are as dangerous a team as any run right now, the way they're playing. Um, and they're a team that I would want to face in the playoffs, quite frankly. Um, they have Aaron Donald, who has been doing it for so long and has been one of the best, if not the best, defensive player in the league. And then you have Stafford, who, who you know, he can, he can, if he gets time in the pocket, he can make the right throws and he can make the plays that are needed to win games with two of the most electrifying receivers. Give me the Rams plus three. Give me the Rams money line. I think they win this game. Yeah. As far as the, the, the Jersey band thing goes, I mean, I get it. You want to be competitive. You want to stand up. You want to kind of rally the fans around something, but I, I fucking hate it to be honest. I, I think, <laughs> I think Matt what Stafford, if, what if, what if Matt Stafford wears a Lions Stafford jersey during the game. Walk, you mean like walking in when he enters? Yeah. No, 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 on the field. How how could he do that? He's a Rams. Well, I, I mean, he can't. But what if he? What if he tried? Sure. Okay. I, that's, I thought. That's I thought what tickets. Said, I thought. What, would I they thought, throw him out? Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, I thought. I thought what you said. Ticket is where he comes into the game wearing his Lions fifteen jersey. No, what I was going to say is that people people forget. People forget, or maybe they don't understand, that few people have done for the city of Detroit when it comes to football, the Lions. He's number nine, Joe, by the way. Number nine. More more than Matt Stafford. That guy, and I know Mikey doesn't want to hear it. He's got some weird vendetta against Matt Stafford. Uh, I mean, I've been, saying, I've been want, saying all year. He doesn't want to I, give him his props. I've been he saying all year it's a renaissance year for Stafford. No, That's you what I've been saying all year. Right. I've been saying it all year. I've been saying it all year. It's documented well on this show. Renaissance Re- year. Regard, regardless, on a serious note, this guy has done a lot for Detroit, both the city and the team. He made the Lions football exciting again. They may have still been the Lions fumbling the ball and, and – making ter- weird turnovers at the wrong times even when they got in the playoffs they they failed miserably but he made football interesting again for the first time since lem barney and and uh, bobby lane and that's a long fucking time ago and yeah he had calvin johnson too but i mean the, the he he brought sanders. so much he brought and barry sanders sure he brought so much back to the city of detroit who loves football and they've just failed so miserably um, I, I, th- I hate, the, I hate the, the Jersey band that, that, that's one of your, that's one of your all-time players. I, I hate it. Um, but as far as the game goes, I love this Lions team. I love Dan Campbell. I love a lot of what they got, got going on, but I don't trust Jared Goff. I'm going to stick with my guy, Matt Stafford. I'm going to pick the Rams to win this game and I'm going to take them with the plus. It's a hurricane. That's a hurricane. That's a hurricane game. <laughs> uh, move. And that's our night game. Actually moving to earlier in the day on Sunday. We have the Steelers heading to Orchard Park playing Buffalo. Uh, that is going to be, I think, our blizzard game right now in the forecast. Buffalo is favored by 10 points in the playoffs. Oh, my word. Um, Mikey, who do you like there? I, I know TJ Watt is out, and I know it's Mason Rudolph, and I know uh, it is Mason Rudolph, right? Or, yeah, Mason guess, Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, oh man, guys! Ten points, ten points. Like, where do where do we in get that our, weather? Where do we get our balls to make the the Buffalo Bills a ten point favorite? And the Steelers, yeah, you know, the Steelers are what they are. But ten points, man, is like you 35, don't think Tommy, 30, 35 and a half over under. Yeah. That oh make, my that, God. that no, but that makes sense though. But it means that, it's that almost a third of the but points. The 10 points they're spread. favored by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Give me, give me the Steelers getting ten. Give me the Steelers getting 10, and, and I think Buffalo will win the game. But, man, I, I you know what? 
Mason Rudolph just played in a snow game last week, didn't he? Wasn't that snow yeah. on that game? Yeah. And he looked perfectly fine to me. Najee Harris getting the ball finally, running the ball better. Jalen Warren, Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny, uh, uh, George, George Pickens, Pickens, George Pickens looking good. Deontay Johnson has a Deontay Johnson has been looking good all of a sudden. Listen, man, yeah. in Pittsburgh, you know, TJ Watt, that that is a massive. Is he out for sure? Yeah, he's out. He's out. That's that is tough. a massive, massive loss for them. Yeah. But give me Pittsburgh getting 10, man. I just, I, 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 maybe they lose by a touchdown, but 10 points. Nah, give me Pittsburgh. Go with I have to agree. And here's the thing is I think that maybe a lot of people, I don't know where the public money is going to be on this game. I, I, I really either. don't know. I think if you have a pulse and you think like a Probably rational human being, you would think that the money should be on Pittsburgh. Cause to me, that seems like the right pick with that many points. And then the weather and everything added in. Um, I'll take the Steelers as well. Why not? Mason Rudolph has looked pretty, he's looked pretty good. He hasn't made tons of mistakes. He's, I mean, he had a couple turnovers last week, but I, I think that this team's playing with confidence. I think they hang around. I do think the Bills win this game, but yeah, give me, give me 10 points, man. That's a lot of points. I'll take the points with Pittsburgh. The Bills simply don't deserve 10 points. They're just not deserving of 10 points. That's my whole point. That's my whole point, really. That's at the end of the day, that's my estimation of this. And especially against a team coached by Mike Tomlin. And you know what? As early an exit as he may make in this playoffs, and I do expect them to lose the game, 10 points is disrespectful. And the Steelers can control this game with the run game. They could control this game running the football and not putting Mason Rudolph in bad spots. And Mason Rudolph has looked good. Yeah. Joe just said it. Her ticket just—he looked fine. Najee and Josh Harris. Allen hasn't. And Josh Allen has another Harris. hurricane. That's another hurricane. Najee Harris. I don't like him. He's looked better too. To be, I honest. don't like him either. Tick, and that's a hundred percent right. That's a hundred percent right. I, this is this is wacky. That line is wacky. Yeah, give me the Steelers. They like they know how to play in the snow. You're not playing Miami in a blizzard. You're no, playing the Steelers. The, the, the elements mean nothing in this game. Nothing. Yeah, correct. These are correct. two cold weather teams. They're brutal correct. weather teams. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing to them. Yeah. It's give me the good. give me the Steelers good. plus the, that should be a good game. I, yeah. I, I, I wish. I kind of wish that was the night game. To be honest. Yeah. Um, with the snow. Yeah. Glistening in the, yeah. the Buffalo Nights. <laughs> Fantasy football champs. Our friends at Manscaped want to congratulate you on making it to the 2024 playoffs. As for the rest, well. The fantasy gods have spoken, and it's time to shave off that didn't-make-the-cut playoff beard. No more hiding behind facial hair. Embrace the clean slate with Manscaped's Beard Hedger, because nothing should be as unruly as your failed trade strategies. Embrace victory and join the 10 million men who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code SPORTSMANPOD20 for 20% off and free shipping. Listen, the Beard Hedger has me keeping uh, clean-cut nice compact beautiful look to this beard no matter what if i make the playoffs don't make the playoffs and listen fantasy football is the most fickle thing on the planet you could score 200 points one week get outscored you could score 100 points the next week and win the game by 20 points it doesn't matter it doesn't make sense and that's okay what does make sense is the beard hedger from manscape that makes a ton of sense especially in this situation so Get 20% off and free shipping with our code SPORTSMANPOD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code SPORTSMANPOD20. Get ready for the fantasy football offseason like a true grooming champion with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. You're not just shaping your beard, you're crafting a winning look.
All right, and moving on, we got the Packers playing the Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by seven and a half points, over under 50 and a half. Joey D, walk me through that game. Packers draw a tough Cowboys team um, that has been very good um, from an offensive standpoint. CeeDee Lamb has looked as good as any wide receiver in the league this year. Dak Prescott, when he's been on, he's been very, very good. Um, Brandon Cooks has had a resurgence all of a sudden. Guy looks very good. Um, I think the one point where I would have expected them to be better consistently throughout the year has been with the running game with Tony Pollard. There's stretches where he looks very good, and then there's stretches where he's just really not visible. On the defensive end of the ball, I mean, Micah Parsons, as good as it gets, one of the best premier defensive players in the league. That being said, this Cowboys team has struggled with Green Bay uh, not this particular team, but just going back through the last several years, Green Bay is 5-0 and at AT&T Center in the Jerry Dome, um, including winning a Super Bowl there against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is a place where we've seen a ton of success. We have beaten the Cowboys a bunch of times, it seems like, in recent history and playoff games. We've eliminated them. Um, and we've been able to get to Dak. And I am going to go ahead with the Packers this week. Not only am I going to take them to cover the spread, I'm going to take my game of the week is going to be the Packers money line this week against the against the Dallas Cowboys. I am I am all in on this Packers team, and I think I think that they can win this game. I really legitimately think they can win this game. I'm not just giving that as a biased pick. Um, I will be rooting for them to win this game, and I think that they can. And uh, we'll see what happens. I, I do expect it to be a close game. It really comes down to the Green Bay defense. It really comes down to what they are able to draw up and how they're able to stop Dak. Um, and if they can do that, if they can get pressure, um, this could be a very interesting game. Mikey? This is, this is a spot where I think I think a lot of people are going to pick Green Bay. I think a lot of people are going to pick Green Bay. I, I just think it's a spot. Yeah. And if you could get that line to move to seven or six and a half by kickoff, it's an automatic fire for Dallas for me. I'm going to say why. Jordan Love, I've sung his praises now for weeks. He has looked to me spectacular. Green Bay's got their quarterback of the future. The performance of Green Bay's defense last week, which is the last impression that people are going to have of that defense, is an aberration. It's not real. It's not real. The pressure they were getting on Justin Fields is not the pressure they're going to get on Dak Prescott. The Bears' offensive line was completely, completely decimated last week. They had backup guard in. They had a third-string center in. Tevin Jenkins, the, their best offensive lineman, literally tweeted out himself. He apologized to Bear fans. He goes, I had the worst game of the year in the biggest game of the year. That's what he said. He, he admitted that. Hand up accountability. I just think that Dallas is going to finally come up big in a spot. Now it's not really this spot that Dallas doesn't come up in. It's against the Niners in the championship or in the Correct. divisional round or in the championship round. The wild card round, I think is a comfortable spot for Dallas here. They had a really good performance against Washington, which really doesn't mean anything, but I think they are clicking on all cylinders and Joe, I, I really respect the shit out of green Bay this year, particularly Jordan love. But I don't believe in the Green Bay defense. I, I just I, don't. I don't blame you. Joe Barry's been. 
and I think I think Dallas's defense is good enough to make Love a little bit uncomfortable. It is Love's first playoff appearance. You don't know what you're going to get. Maybe he's going to be phenomenal. Maybe he's going to be rise above it all and play better than Dak. That wouldn't honestly shock me. But I'm just going to go with what my gut tells me, and I just think Dallas could cover that number. So I'll take Dallas uh, with the points. It's seven and a half, right? It is. That's seven a said, yeah. Yep. yeah. At six and a half, I do agree with you, Mikey. Yeah, six and a half is different. A lot different. Uh, in fact, if, if you know, we don't buy points here, but that probably would really be my recommendation is to buy a point and take Dallas at six and a half. But yeah, we don't do that. So, I mean, you can, Mikey, we can do whatever you, we want to do here. If you want to no, no, recommend that's people, not, no, that's not, that, that's not right. We pick just straight up against the spread. That's, that's but not you, right. You or can, we pick, or you we can pick advise money lines. People, but you can advise yeah, my, my advice. My advice would be if you're going to take Dallas, I would buy a point and make it yeah. six and a half. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I still am going to ride Cowboys at seven and a half here. Um, I, I agree exactly with Mikey. They, they will fall short. I, I guarantee it but they don't typically do it against a wild card opponent there. It's going to happen against it. You know, hopefully the Eagles find their turn. It's going to happen against an Eagles team or more likely probably. I will say this. All the pressure is on Dallas. All the pressure is on Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that's true. And all the pressure is on Dallas that this could either be a blowout or it's going down to the wire. If Dallas does not establish this game early on, I think you have a real awesome I, game. I agree. Dallas has to jump out in front early and and make Green Bay be in a position where they know they're going to have to just throw right. the ball, and that's going to unleash. Mm-hmm. That's going to unleash uh, Demarcus Lawrence and going to unleash uh, 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 Michael Michael Parsons. Parsons. So that that would put Green Bay in a really tough spot. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. So give me the Cowboys minus seven and a half. Um, kind of, kind of like the under in that game too. It's 50 and a half. That's good clock watching game. Um, moving on to our last game. We've got the Eagles on Monday night playing the Buccaneers. I'm going to be flying during that game. I tried everything I could to not be flying during that game, Oh but, no. I'm, fl- but I'm flying to Scottsdale. I mean, there's nothing, there's Hopefully nothing I not on do. American. I'm uh, not nah, Delta. I'm on Delta. Delta's good guys. You're going yeah, to Scottsdale we'll again. You're going now and then we're going go twice back in, in like less on than Monday. Three yeah, on Monday. Well, I know. I'm going the second time. I'm, I'm I know. Going, I, I know. But I didn't know you I'm guys not were going. going. I'm going to miss you. I have a wedding to go to. I'm going to miss you. This is fucking horrible, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for whatever. Yeah, that yes, counts. yes. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I, I am. I am looking forward to that. I, <laughs> I know. I'm pissed. I'm missing it, but I, I, I'm going to Jersey. I'm a, you're leaving Jersey. Are you fucking I'm, kidding me? I know. I'm going to a wedding. In, I mean, that's oh. where I'm from. I know. It Where's sucks. the wedding? Where's the wedding? I think it's in Upper Eddy or um, the Kip. Uh, it's somewhere uh, up in in Northern Jersey. It's okay. I forget the town. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, Mikey, we'll it's it. the funnest golf tournament you'll ever be a part of. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. It's unbelievable. I'm very much looking forward to it. It is dope. Um, okay, but anyway, we've got the Eagles and the Bucks to focus on now. We'll focus on the waste when the waste comes here. Uh Eagles are favored by three points. They they are in Tampa, but that three points tells you a lot about how that team's playing. Um my- <laughs> let me go because I gotta go. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, go, go, go. I'll game. leave you, I'll leave you with this. Game of the week. Wow. Game of the week. Jesus Christ. The Philadelphia Eagles minus three is the game of the week. There is no bigger fraud. There is no bigger fraud in this league. Now, the Eagles have had their documented problems. We know that. They're frauds. There is no bigger fraud in this league 
than Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I agree They, they could not score an offensive touchdown against the Carolina Panthers in a spot where, and yes, they won the game, but Carolina had two touchdowns brought back. One on the penalty and one because DJ Shark fumbled it out of the end zone yes. right at the pylon. Carolina should have beat Tampa last week. Tampa should have lost the division to New Orleans. They didn't. They backdoored their way in. They're frauds. And the Eagles are going to take them to pound town. Eagles, game of the week. I love you, boys. And have a good rest of the show. I love you guys. Enjoy Lake Placid, Mike. Thank you, buddy. Love you guys. It's the right play. And and I I, I would I would double down on it. I, I have a heater of a nice little wager on the on the Philadelphia Eagles this week. That is as I wouldn't even I would talk, not talk, even worry talk about me, that. Talk me through this heater. What's the heater? I'll send you. I'll send you a transcript. We'll. we'll hey, are are you, you going money line or are you going? Are you no the points. Three points. Okay. Wow. 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 Ticket. I'm telling you right now, what he said about the Buccaneers is a hundred percent correct. This team is not what they have been made out to be. I don't even know if they're being made out to be anything. People are just saying how bad the Eagles are, and I'm telling you right now, this is the game. I want you to hammer. Those people. <laughs> right. I uh will do no such thing. I will not be here. <laughs> um listen, this is a team that played all their guys last week and got absolutely decimated by the New York Giants. Not only a bad team, but a, a, a rival, a divisional rival. And the week before that, we lost to the Cardinals. Um, I mean, this, 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 this is a catastrophe. This is as bad as it gets, man. Um, I, and and not to mention, Jalen Hurts got a little banged up too, and he already has been all season. We're 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 not a good team. We are. I agree with everything that Mikey and you have echoed about the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield. He is an absolute fraud. I believe that. I love him, but I believe that he is a fraud. But you know who's even bigger? It's the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Nick Sirianni. The guy's putting on clown makeup before every fucking game. And walking out there and and we're, we're just we're just not it right now man we haven't been all season long we beat up on bad teams we be and people will point to the bills game they'll point to the chiefs game that wasn't the best bills team you get that wasn't the best patrick mahomes you get we we just took advantage where the advantages were there and we didn't do it uh in a good fashion either we made it look really really fucking ugly um don't bet on this team. Just don't. There's a bunch of other games. I know it's the only game on Monday night. Don't do Take it. Him. Take him, Tick. All right. Well, follow Joey D. He's been much better than me this season. But this team, this team sucks. Are you taking um, the Bucks? I'm probably not going to bet it at all because I can't bet the but Bucks. But for your for the sportsman, what are you taking? Um, for the sportsman, I will take. Ah, uh, listen. I was one in thirteen, and then I started betting against the Eagles, and I've been—I finished two and zero. I took the Cardinals and, and money line, money line games. Yeah, I know. And then the Giants. So I'm gonna stay on it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully curse the Buccaneers here by taking them, and I'm gonna take the Bucks plus the three. Give me the Bucks plus the three. Wow. This Eagles team is in disarray. It's tough time to be a fan of them. Tick, what was your game of the week this week? Um, what was yours? I didn't pick one. Mine oh, was I'm... the pack. Mine was the Packers. I I said, 
take the spread, but I actually went Packers money line. Okay. And then Mikey had the Eagles as his game of the week, minus I'm, three. I'm going to go under 50 and a half on the Packers-Cowboys game. Okay. okay. That's going to be my game of the week. I, I really like that under there. Um, uh, let's see here. Joey D, me and you, no Mikey. Uh, let's just move right into viewer questions, huh? Let's do like three or four of them. Yeah. You got time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a good one. This one comes from Cameron Calfus. Uh, what sport do you wish you enjoyed more? Which sport do I wish that I enjoyed more? Yeah, a sport that you don't enjoy, but you you wish you did. Baseball. Yeah, I uh, baseball for sure. I mean, it's 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 a sport that I see how much you and Bob and and. Mikey and like all these guys get into baseball. And I think it comes from having a team that is inherently yours that you've rooted for, for years that you've grown up watching and, and cheering for. I never had the luxury of having a baseball team. I grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia. We had two baseball teams in Canada, neither of which were in Vancouver. One got shipped away and who knows how long the other one will last. Um, and, and so as a result, I never really was inherently involved with the sport and cheering. Sure. You know, I, I do enjoy baseball when it's playoff time. You know, when October rolls around, I think there really is not much more better, enjoyable games to watch than to sit down and watch a team go back and forth hitting home runs. And I think it's because the games mean so much at that point of the season. Whereas if you watch a game, you know, mid-September or, or sorry maybe mid-July nobody gives a shit you know what I mean you lose five games in a row so I would like to be more invested in baseball I did watch a ton more baseball this year than I ever had I even toggled with the MLB package I did a free trial and then canceled as soon as that week came around but um yeah give me baseball I, I think it's a great sport I think it's a sport that I would enjoy a lot more if I was heavily invested in team um, aside from just cheering for a team that my buddies like, you know, were you, were you ever like a Montreal Expos fan or like a Blue Jays no. fan? Or? When I was younger, I was, I was quite young when they won in 90, it was 91, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I would have been, you know, very, very young, uh, five, six years old. So I didn't really get to rally behind that team too much. Um, but yeah, I used to, I used to like root for the Blue Jays, but for long stretches when I was growing up, they were not good. So and we didn't get a ton of coverage yeah. on the Blue Jays either, you know? Yeah. So the Mariners were the, probably the closest team to me geographically. Um, but I just, oh, I never really was invested. I never sure. really was invested. Yeah, I wish they would put another team back in Montreal. And I think Montreal wants another team, but they run in the same issues that uh, the Nordiques did in, in the NHL, where they just didn't have the money. People, it was just the players hate, like they would draft a player, and then the second their con their rookie contract was up, they'd go play somewhere else because it was so fucking cold and there was no money. The team had no money to pay these guys. And uh, it's, and it's a shame because it, it seems like a great sports city and I wish they could get them back there, both in the NHL. I call that, I call that the Steve Francis effect. Sure. <laughs> that sure. fucking piece of shit. He really screwed, <laughs> he screwed over the Grizzlies. I mean, to his defense, he literally told the franchise, if you draft me, I'm not going to play. And they still went and drafted him. And he did not play. He did not play. But that's the thing is both for, well, you already have a hockey team. But, like, if you want to put a baseball team in Canada, 
I understand that Montreal and Quebec, they they love like they love their sports, but the weather sucks there. Vancouver is much more moderate. Why don't you put a baseball team or a football team or a basketball team? Why don't you pick Vancouver? It's a big, sprawling city. They love sports. Put put one of those sports up there. I don't. The Grizzlies were the Grizzlies were like the worst team in basketball or amongst the worst team in basketball every single year, and we still had great attendance. We had great attendance. There wasn't like people weren't going to watch. Now, were they going to watch other players? Were they going to watch Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson and Michael Jordan come to play? Yeah, but they were still selling out tickets. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, to answer the question, I'll go. I'll go with soccer. I or football. The pitch. I. 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 The times that I have really spent, which was mainly COVID, trying to get into that sport, I did almost get there. I can see why it's exciting. I can see why the whole world loves that sport. Um, but to me, I just don't check in enough. And it's just a bunch of guys doing cardio on a massive fucking field. You live in and Europe, there's... Tick. That will change very fast. I'm, I'm sure. I, I wish I enjoyed that more. I wish I grew up with it more as a part of my sports watching history and, and um, you know, growing up. But it just wasn't. And it's a, that's a tough sport to break into if you didn't grow up with. It's like when learning you, another language. Yeah. When I lived in Switzerland for three years, like and all the Champions League games would be like on at night, like seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Yeah, man, everybody would get around. Like, and I was going to school there, so all the students would get around. We'd be drinking beers, watching soccer. It was fun, man. It was really, really fun, and you get into it pretty quickly. But yeah, the coverage. I think there's two things that hurt. The coverage is non-existent, and right. also to the time difference. You got to be up at, to watch a Premier game. You got to be up six, seven in the morning on a Saturday to watch these games. And if you're not into that sport, nobody's getting up that early to turn on soccer. No, no, they're not. And I, I wish I would, but I just am never gonna. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's move on to the next question. This one comes from Josh uh, Cologne or Kalan. Uh, Not a question, but a statement. Ticket was right about the Eagles from the beginning. You're a real one, Josh. Appreciate it. Wow. Um, next one comes from Mike Sterner. Realistically, how many hits are you getting off an MLB pitcher in a hundred at bats? Maybe three. Whoa, I think that's high. It might. It might be one. <laughs> like it's got to be. It's got to be in yeah. the field of play, not a foul ball, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit. am. I am horrible. I was the kind of kid when, you know, you had T-ball, I'd strike yeah. out during T-ball. <laughs> and my dad would lose his shit. He'd be like, Joe, the ball is there. Just hit the ball. Sure. I'd hit the, the tee. I, I, it would, I, I, I was a mess. And I, and I couldn't hit a ball to save my life, let alone somebody throwing it that fast. My hand-eye coordination is not very good. You know what? Three is high. Give me, give me it. Over under on 100 pitches from like, Let's say, what pitcher am I talking about? Let's just say Justin Verlander. He's throwing heat. Give me a 0.75 of a hit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, you know how hard <laughs> it is to. Have you seen that? that it was on Instagram or TikTok or something. They showed what like a 90 mile an hour pitch looks like, a 95 mile an hour pitch looks like, uh, an 85 mile. And dude, you can't see the ball, it's like a fucking blur. I know. 
I know. Yeah. When I, when I was playing in high school, it's, it was like, you know, you, you'd face a lot of guys who could throw 60, they could throw in their seventies. You'd occasionally throw a guy or play a guy who could throw in the eighties. But when you would play those guys, it was like a fucking blur. And that was it. That was in the eighties. And that's a change up in, in, uh, you know, that's change up speed in, in the pros. I mean, the, the best hitters in hitting? the league, the best hitters in the league already, the best players in the whole world. Batting 300. They, they're batting 300. They they get a hit 30% of the time. They get <laughs> and the worst players, they've got some guys in some lineups who are batting like 200 or 190. That's 180. 90% of the time. Those guys are still good enough to get in the league. So me... Uh, I would be lucky off of Justin Verlander to get one. <laughs> and I do use the word lucky. No, you get more than me. You get maybe, more than me. Maybe. You played play baseball. Yeah, but two two tops. I mean, Justin Verlander's throwing almost 100 miles an hour. Um, but the thing about you, which is so interesting about the the T-ball the thing, is because when you play golf, you, you, you're you one of the few players who doesn't, like you don't keep your elbow straight, you bend it a little bit. And when you do that and you, that means that your hand-eye coordination needs to be so good to still hit that ball because you're kind of coming offline a little bit. Yeah, it's all and timing. So, so I've all I've always looked at you as like, wow, Joe has great hand-eye coordination to be able to do that and still not, strike the not ball. As young, not as young JoJo. <laughs> not as young JoJo. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to say two tops, probably none. These are the um, kind of things that I would love to do with Bob to sports. Sure. Um, and just... I think it would showcase just how hard these different sports and, and athletes, how, how difficult it is. I think people watch baseball and they're like, oh, just get a hit. Yeah, It is not easy to get a hit. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. And we'll do one more question. This one comes from Cooper Yelton. Uh, do you think the top five basketball players in the NFL, so the NFL players that are the best basketball players, do you think you could put them on a roster and they could beat any WNBA team? <laughs> they call in the PR team before answering this question. Uh, I, first of all, I don't know how many guys actually play basketball. I do know, for example, LeBron James played football. And that's very right. scary because he was very good at football. Nice. I think a lot of these guys are such elite athletes that they could play pretty much any they, – they could jump into track. They could do, you know, baseball. Like, it's pretty wild. Now, that being said, I would have to see the roster. But I think you're kind of playing at a disadvantage, A, because of just like these guys are built stronger, probably faster than some of these women. And, I, I you know, nothing against the WNBA, but I couldn't name you five WNBA players, you know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer – I'm going to answer yes. I'm going to answer yes. Yeah. But that being said, what do I know? What, what the hell do I know? You know, I would have gonna... to see the players. But if it's like, if it's like, I don't know, man. You imagine a guy like, for example, Miles Garrett in the low <laughs> post. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Man, like, how are you... That's what I'm saying. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not a measure of like, oh, they're that much better. It's just. In a, in, in a sport where it comes down sometimes to size and and strength, I can't imagine one of these one of these girls stopping a Miles Garrett in the low post. Like I just can't fathom it. And the, for that reason, I would say yes. Yeah, if these boys decide to play bully ball, I, I think 
I think they annihilate them. I mean, I think they, I think they destroy them. Um, you just can't stop them if if you're going to get a Miles Garrett down in the low post. Now, what if you think? Now, what if Bob DeSports puts a team on the court? I guess we'll get obl- We'll get destroyed. Yeah, we, we are not athletic people, man. <laughs> I watch us, and I remember there's times where we're like we make a big putt, and I like jump up, and I think that I'm getting a decent vertical. And I watch the replay on the video, and I'm like, oh, my God, I barely got off the ground. We are not athletic specimens in, in any regard. Bob is probably the only one who has, like, a, a level of endurance and fitness, sure, you know, to some extent, because we yeah. don't have it. No. I don't have it. You don't not have anymore. it. Perez. Now, Perez is, is, is interesting because Perez is actually extremely athletic. He's just yeah. let himself go without working out for so long that no, it's the like, four of us. like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. The four of us, me, you, Jet, and Prez, we just simply don't have the stamina. We're we're gonna we're gonna absolutely gas. Uh, you you might put have the four of us against one one girl, and I don't know if we'd we'd get it. But the thing is, I asked Bob in in today's episode, or well, Thursday's episode, a few days ago. Um I asked Bob, I was, I was asking him on the camera and we put it in the episode about, I was like, yo, one-on-one, do you think you'd beat anyone on, on the team? Me, Perez, Joe, Jet. And he was like, I would wax that ass. So I've never seen Bob with a, with a basketball in his hand, but he seems very confident that he could, he could, he could destroy any of Bob's us. Bob's so. confidence is sometimes alarming. He said that if he shot 10 three pointers, he'd make seven. Of That's 10. true. But you know what? He, anytime he's bragged about something like that, like uh, pool or uh, ping pong, he's always ping pong's the up. one that I'll give him credit. Always to he's very good. But then Perez said he thinks he's a better three point shooter than Bob. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, True. am I the only one who's going to be honest here and say <laughs> maybe I'd make two to three? You know who I bet has a wet ass jumper? It's the who? jet. Is the jet? I bet. No, he's, I bet he's smooth as hell. He's throwing bricks. No. You know. You know <laughs> Oh yeah, he's throwing absolute bricks. You know what my shot was when I used to play basketball it was so bad. I used to just try to like because it would catch guys off guard. I'd be kind of near the low post and I'd be dribbling on the side and I just throw up a sky hook. Sky hook. And they call yeah. They call it they call it the Calabres hook. It was. <laughs> Why did they call it that? Because I'm Cal- I'm from Calabria. They call me Calabres, like the <laughs> Italian, the Calabres hook. 90% of the time, it missed the backboard completely. But every once in a while, man, I'd wet the twine, and it felt like a million bucks. It would tickle the twine. <laughs> oh, it, it would just tickle the twine, and I would I would just sprint back like on the defensive end of the of the floor because I felt like a million bucks. There really is nothing better. Yeah, you're down low for sure. If, if we're running a if we're running a game, you're you're down low. I mean, you play bully ball. I mean, you you're physical. You're a physical player. I would foul out within five minutes of a football of, a, That's of an actual true. basketball game. I'm That's hacking, true. I'm grabbing. I'm pulling. I'm tripping. I, it's like it's like watching Rodman with the Pistons, dude. It's it's a problem. And then and then we'd have to sub in Jensen, and then we'd be the smallest team in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Pretty anyway. <laughs> Well, you're our only big boy. You're only like we need you. I can foul out, and Jensen comes in, and it wouldn't be a massive difference. Be a difference, not a massive one. But you, I mean, we need you to stay in the game. But you're right. We'll foul out in two minutes. All right, and we will do one more question here. This one comes from Tim Feldman. Let's hear the boys' New Year's resolutions and plans for the podcast in 2024. I'll extend that beyond the podcast. We should talk about the podcast, 
But what are just some of your New Year's resolutions and plans in general? Well, you can start with the podcast, Joe. Uh, with the podcast, I think just being uh, dependable, trying to get an episode out every week, not missing any weeks. Um, I think trying to grow the sportsman has been um, something that we've all been focused on and, and, yeah. and it's been, a you know, something that's on our to-do list. I think it's a fun podcast. I think a lot of people tell me, oh, I didn't even realize you had another podcast, um, which is a shame because we try to plug it. And maybe that means we need to plug it a little bit more. But I think Mr. Anderson's been huge in helping us create a little bit of a buzz behind this, um, this fun ch- podcast that we got between you, me and Mikey. And um, yeah, I just, I, I would love to see us continue to grow in the, into the new year and, um, you know, kind of gain some momentum and keep it rolling. Um, on a personal level, I think my uh, New Year's resolution has just been um, really to embrace the hand up accountability situation. I think, yeah. um, you know, there are times, not often, but there are times <laughs> where I fail to recognize the, um, the error of my ways. And I think there's plenty of errors. Um, there are plenty of errors to choose from. So um, just put that hand up. Put that hand up throughout this year. Be a little bit more accountable, a little bit less uh, prideful at times, and uh, I think it'll go a long way. I think it will. Yeah, I agree. That's those are two good ones. I th- I think I really do think, and I'm not just saying this. I really think with me and you both being in Jupiter, hopefully living somewhat near each other, both being on the East Coast, aligned with Mikey, I, I really think that we can get our consistency. I mean, we haven't missed a week. I'm I'm very proud to say that. I don't think in in I don't even know how long. But like getting consistent on a specific day, I think we in a perfect world, we want Wednesdays and Thursdays, maybe Wednesdays and Fridays, but definitely that first episode to drop on Wednesdays. And I think with all of us being on the East Coast, I, I really do think that's a New Year's resolution of mine and of ours that we can really hit. I think we can more often than not, if there's 52 weeks, I think we can do that at least 45 times. I'd like to I'd see like that to happen. Also, when we lose football, I'd like to maybe try to reach out and get a few guests on the show sure. to interview. Um, I think between the three of us, I definitely have um, a few different guys within, you know, NHL. Um, there's some guys that we know through the NBA um, and even football that I think would be willing to jump on and do a fun little, you know, interview session with us. And who knows, maybe we get a name like Josh Allen on the show. Maybe we get some more traction. But I sure. think that that would be something like that's a goal of mine for this show, especially when we lose football. Um, we're kind of like, going through it and there's less to cover. I think that's the time to really try to strike and, and get some guys on the podcast. Um, but yeah, your point is is correct. It's, it's difficult though. I think we've been pretty good, especially with the holidays. Yeah. I mean, this time I'm move, I'm in the middle of a move and I, I think we're all setting time apart to make sure that this podcast is a priority for us, which in the past, if the original 400 or 300, <laughs> no, you'd be lucky if you got like a podcast every week. So I think we're on the up and coming. I think we're trending upwards. Tick. What's your, what's your personal um, resolution for the year? Well, obviously, shredded. obviously to lose some, some LBs here and turn some uh, mass into muscle. That's obviously number one. Um, but two is to be a little bit more active on social media. Now I just Good joined, I just joined Twitter par three pop. That's pop with a, with an O not an A. Um, so I'm going to try to be active on there. I'm going to try to just fire some more stuff, even if it's just stories or something. I just would like to be a little bit more active 
resharing stories. I mean, you guys tag me all the not, time. I don't do anything. Hear what you have to say. Sometimes, sometimes they fucking hate what I have to say, and that's well, fair. Well, that means that, the, especially on Twitter, you would get a lot of retweets. Sure, I'll be the Skip Bayless of Twitter. I'll just be <laughs> someone fucking people hate. They'll retweet me and be like, "Look at this clown." Um, so yeah, that's probably one of them. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, we have one more good one. Do you want to do one more good one? Wait. Okay. Uh, this the last one. The, the true last one comes from Ken Foyle. Favorite buzzer beater, last second game winner that you guys have ever witnessed live. Well, this guy's asking live. I think even if it's on TV, just maybe you had a big bet on it. What's your favorite buzzer beater last second game winner that you've ever Like in seen? recent history or ever? Anytime. The most recent one that I had was um, last year in the playoffs, the Boston Celtics against the Miami, was a Miami Heat. Uh, and Derek White put the putback jumper off the glass um, as buzzer basically expired um to beat Miami and to win the playoff round I had a bunch had a few coins a few shickles as you would say on that game um and it was an exciting game I love watching a buzzer beater um I'll do another one too was um I think it was LeBron James when he was with Cleveland against the Orlando Magic I think was the game years ago when he was first in first in maybe one of his first playoff uh series ever and he had a buzzer beater I think it was I have to look this up. And it was it was truly sensational. Do you have one? Yeah, while well, you look that up, I'll go with um, one of the most devastating of all time. But I did have money on the opposite side. Uh, I hate to say it, but I did. When Kawhi Leonard hit that triple doink against the uh, Sixers oh. when he was with Toronto, that both made me a lot of money and also sunk my heart so goddamn deep into into my body that i i didn't recover for a long time and and the, the sixers have scarred me again and again and again but n- none was worse than that, that was Kawhi leonard trip triple point fade away three-pointer to win the game um yeah I that's, will say, that's easily mine i will say one of my favorite last second shots ever last possession shots was michael jordan against brian russell in game six of the the NBA championship. Now it wasn't a buzzer beater because Utah had a chance coming back. They had some time on the clock still, but watching that, just that crossover where he literally pushes Russell out of the way and then fires in just a beautiful fucking shot. That to me was unbelievable. The shot I'm talking about before the LeBron was actually, yeah, it was Orlando 2009. LeBron James puts away the magic with a buzzer beating three pointer in game two of the 2009 Eastern Conference Finals. That was awesome. And it was really when LeBron was like officially on the site. Like he was here. He wasn't just like a guy who's putting up points in like the regular season. He was like on a tear. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. And you, Steph, had some good ones at Davidson during March Madness. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of good ones. I mean, March Madness probably has the most all-time best players oh, yeah. for sure. Um, but that's gonna do it. Thanks for all your questions. Really appreciate it. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Do us that favor to the YouTube and the Instagram. Fire those questions in there. Mr. Anderson sends them back to us, and we'll get to them at the end of the show. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. So, so keep doing that. Um, that's going to do it for the sportsman. That's episode two this week. Joey D myself, big ticket. Mikey was here most of the time. We appreciate him as always. Um, and that's another episode of the sportsman. We will see you folks next time. Love you. Love you too.